All right. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Fate's Wide Wheel. I'm Sam. I'm Dennis. You had to think about that for a second. Well, you know, these days <laughs> you look in the mirror and sometimes yeah. it's just not your face staring back at you. Um, yes. you, know, you know, as we get older, sometimes it's our dad's face. Sometimes yeah. it's our mom's face. Right. Yeah. Master of the two. Getting um, philosophical just, just 30 seconds in. I, well, you know, I was trying to stay on theme, too, with looking in the mirror and seeing a face that's oh, on yes. your own, you know. Uh, <laughs> so here we are. We are one week out from the premiere of the Quantum Leap one Revival week. series. I know. it's it's. I can't believe it. Um, uh, it it's funny because earlier um, my sister-in-law actually asked me uh, about recording and, you know, what we were going to talk about. And I was kind of like, oh, you know, there's stuff. But at this point, I feel like we're just talking about marketing, which is awesome. Don't get me wrong, because I'm super super, super, super excited, but there's absolutely a part of me that's just sort of like, okay, I'm done with all this part of it. Let's get onto the show. Like, let's talk I, about the show. Let's quit talking about all this other stuff that's like, you know, in the build up to it. Cause we're not hype men, right? We're not hype men. We're, 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 we're sure. two tired dads who like talking about a TV show that we love. And we've talked about it for five years and now we're going to get to talk about new stuff. And it's yeah. just thrilling. This is our last episode talking about a show that lives in the past. Goosebumps, right? Goosebumps. And I will say, and the thing is, like, a lot has come out in the last week. Like, people were talking about, like, oh, I'm so scared. They haven't shown anything. Where are the promos? Right. Like, what are they, like, what are they hiding? And then in the last week, it has just been raining like mana onslaught from NBC. And here's, I, I, I love every new promo I'm seeing. I was watching the Emmys, the Emmys, the Emmos. I was watching the <laughs> Emmys earlier just to see uh, some new promo. And I saw nothing like exactly new, but I've, I've just seen some like new, like little twists, like little variations of what I've seen yeah. so far. I joked earlier on Twitter today that I wonder if like, maybe, maybe we'll get a promo that just like confirms Scott Bakula's involved. <laughs> and I was, jo- I was joking mostly, but here's the thing. When I shared that, I was very pleasantly surprised uh, for all the people who said they don't want to watch the show. If they don't think Scott Bakula is going to be in it. I was very pleasantly surprised by all the people on Twitter and Facebook who responded and said, no, I don't want to know. I don't want to see right, it right. until it's actually on screen. And I'm yeah. actually getting a little teary eyed for that because that, that, that's just faith. That's, that's faith of the heart. That, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree with that. I, I can totally see, um, you know, why that would be kind of moving in a way because it, it is exciting. And uh, the, conversations that are taking place like our twitter feed has gone from being kind of like some fun memes sort of you know from time to time tumbleweeds quite frankly because there's just not much to talk about to just being constant like yeah. i because i get notifications on my phone and it's just like you know so and so tagged you this or or, or this was retweeted or, or so and so said this or this or this or that and it's just and it's it, i mean it's like i said it used to be once or twice a week and now it's like 10 to 15 times a day, at least, um, you know, the interaction, the interactivity, even the stuff that we're not even a part of just watching it kind of come in and seeing all of these new people come on board already, you know, uh, what should I be watching? Oh, I binged the, you know, the first season or, or, you know, I did this or, Oh, I watched part of the show when I was in college and never finished it. And, and, and just seeing that there's, you know, that this interest is, is truly going outside of this little, you know, fandom that we've carved out for ourselves mm-hmm. uh and, and that we're tied into by by way of that social media and so to see it now just growing and seeing more people come in um that have connected with the show uh in, in a different way is exciting it's exciting and and there's so much positivity to the point that like when i get to the negative stuff it's just so easy to kind of roll my eyes and move on you know whereas before it would like it would bug me a little i'd be like ah yeah Yeah. (laughs) before that so we just ripped the band-aid off uh we're gonna play we're gonna play the the, we're not gonna show all the promo trailers because there's been a lot in the last week uh, including including leaps into joe montana joe montana for a second i watched that one way too late last night and my very my my literal mind was like no they're not literally doing an episode where he leaps into Joe Montana. And I was like, wait, wait, no. <laughs> it was just during the game. That's not for real. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, let's, Come on, man. Uh, he has to beat the Bengals. Um. <laughs> all right. So so here we go. We're going to plug this in here. Oh, uh, yeah. We're doing this very, very lo-fi here. I'm just going to share screen on Zoom. So this is what you're hearing stalling in our audio version, what you're seeing on uh, on YouTube here. Will you, will you like elbow me in the ribs virtually if I talk during the trailer? 
no, I will not. Do we okay, cool. Talk, talk, talk away. Here we go. Ah, oh, look at that beautiful face. Creative, creative use of the rewind there. I dig it. Oh, look at that. This is bigger than anything you can imagine. It's one hell of an accelerator chamber. I know. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> now, it's worth noting we're seeing images here that are uh, clearly outside of Ben's lifetime. Yeah. yeah. How did I get here? This can't be right. Did you see someone point it out this week? She's about ready oh, to. Uh, she's you about ready remember. to quote. I don't Alpha remember. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, a <laughs> I'm a hologram. I'm a hologram. Yeah, I'm a hologram. Explain everything later. Just get in the van. That walkthrough effect is great too. What do I do? What do you do? You're the getaway man. Get us away, man. You can do this. All right. Put it in first and punch it. I already think she's you awesome. Cars are yeah. You need to lose them. I'd like that slower explanation now. Your name is Dr. Ben Song. You're from the year 2022. You are the lead physicist on a top secret project called Quantum Leap. We've Leap. talked about this in some of our messages. You're a time this traveler. This could be the new saga cell. I'm right? Addison Augustine. We're, we work together. Obviously I time travel into other people, so beam me up. It's not that simple. You leap into people to help them or someone around them. Changing history for the better, no matter what happens. Interesting how they put some of the earthquake loop stuff in here too. Step of the way until we get you home. Ben knew that the technology wasn't ready. Can you hear me? Why did he leap? Find out. An imaging chamber. If you fail, there is a hundred percent chance that this ship will crash. Just out of curiosity, if the person I leap into dies, you die too. Right. Good to know. <laughs> well, uh, don't adjust your computers. Any choppiness was certainly not on your end. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, man. I mean, the first time I watched it, I was just, I, I was, I was, I was blown away by it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I, yeah, I, po- I posted it on TikTok right yeah. after I watched it. Uh, and I literally, I literally had tears in my eyes when I posted yeah. it on, on TikTok because I put like a little, little thing out there. It's like, hey, this is the this is the new trailer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, which I, by the I, way, which by the way, you you know who liked that video? Who liked that video? Mason Alexander Park. Oh, because they follow us on on TikTok. Well, they're awesome. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, uh, so many thoughts. So uh. You were talking about like some criticisms, negative, and that's what I wanted you to like share the thing. Like some criticisms, some knocking down. Uh, people complaining that uh, Addison is not dressed up all flashy. Like <laughs> one, uh, someone, uh, one of our, someone on Twitter very, very wisely pointed out something that I hadn't thought of. It's like it's kind of the reverse now because Al had to dress flashy in the original series to kind of counteract the muted colors. Mm of the time periods in the previous show. Whereas the eighties and the nineties were very colorful and flashy. Yeah. So it's kind of like the opposite. They have to dress Addison in the more muted colors that we have in present day to counteract. Well, some of that. And I also thought that part of the reason why Al was always dressed so flashy initially is that they wanted him to stand out. They wanted him yeah, to, you exactly. know, to be, uh, uh, but not just not just stand out in that way. But they wanted it to be kind of a clue that like this guy's from the future. Um, yeah. And Addison's not from the future. She's from 2022. Do you know what I yeah. mean? So it's like there's no conceit anymore that the project's in the future. The project is here and now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, that's a weird. To me, that's just such a strange. I'm curious criticism. about that. And also, let's be real. If they you know? if they had decided to dress Addison up as fancy as Al, there would so many there'd be so many comments oh. about there'd be about about oh you can't you can't come up with anything original. You're copying the original. Oh, just anyway. And oh, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about positive stuff. That accelerator. Yeah. Wow. Sexy. Sexy as hell. In mm-hmm. my head, Canon. I'm already I'm already revising the original series. Right. And like oh oh that's that's what they would have showed us if they had a budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? 
that's that's the accelerator that's the imaging chamber yeah right there yeah i mean everything at the project i think uh uh feels you know big time um and big budget and and i mean yeah the imaging chamber the accelerator chamber uh you know the 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 room that is now filled with ziggy uh yeah, I, I just think it, I, I think it looks fantastic. Um, you know, it's interesting because I will say that when it comes to the production values on the side of the leap, like, and, and there's still so much yet to see. We're just talking about a trailer, right? It's it looks good, like it looks really, really, really good. But there's not anything necessarily to make it stand so far apart because it, it, it's like. If they went back to like, you know, the, the, the 60s, if they went back uh, uh, to the, you know, the 30s or the 40s or whatever, I feel like then it would be easier for me to attach onto something and be like, they did this so well and this looked and replicated that era or the, you know, the, the, the image of the era so well. Um, but when you're talking about 1985, it's kind of like it doesn't feel as far of a leap to me, no pun intended. Uh, um, but then again... I was alive in 1985. So that's also a big difference. Whereas, you know, somebody who was my age when I watched the original show would probably look at that and just be like, whoa, like that's, that's another planet, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So there's the big difference, right? Yeah. And we're talking about how flashy the eighties was. I'm sure you've seen this, like, like what we remember, like the flashiness of the eighties. And there's a meme that has said, you know, like as someone who grew up in the eighties, I cannot emphasize just how fucking brown everything was. <laughs> it's true. It's oh, true. Man, it's true. Wood paneling. Just mm-hmm. like the just I'm I'm just thinking like the color motif of place motif of places like uh McDonald's, Druthers. Yeah. Do you remember Druthers? I don't. You know? Oh no. Yeah. No. It was it was another no longer existent fast food chain that was very okay. much like in the cha- a, a, a vein of like McDonald's or whatever. Yeah. Um No, but you're you're not wrong. I mean, I yeah, I can remember a lot of brown. Uh yeah. But anyway, yeah. uh and it's just and and we were kind of like talking like as the trailer was playing, we talked about this in one of our groups. Um I, I don't think Addison is going to say word for word what she said in any one episode. Like as far as like, you know, oh, you, you travel sure. through time, you know, we're going to stay with you until we get you home. Um, I feel like a lot of that voiceover may have been done specifically for the trailer. And it may be like fashion to what the new saga cell might be for the show. Yeah. I mean, it, to me, it also sounded like some cutting and pasting. Like, it, it, the you know, just from there are a couple of there are a couple of points where it feels like it's pulled from three different. Things. Maybe, yeah. Now, whether that means it's one longer monologue that she has and they just, you know, edited it down or if it's literally three different conversations that they're having and they and they, you know, cut it together. Um, but I agree. I think it does make a great saga cell. It'll be interesting to see what they do with that and if they even have something like that. I think it'd be kind of, you know, it could be fun. Um, or even when like di- having different characters do it every week. Have magic right. do it one week. You know? Right, have, right, right. Uh, have Ian do it another week. Um, speaking of uh, other things, kind of shifting gears a little bit, uh, you know, people talking about, you know, like there's still like, there's nothing in this trailer that tells you that it's a continuation. And like one thing that sticks out to me is there's one great line by magic, speaking of magic in this line, he's like, find out why he's there and bring him home. Yeah. The thing is they don't have the mystery of why they can't retrieve Ben. Right. They know from the past project, like, oh, God, he's been right. grabbed by God, time, fate, or something. Yeah. So Magic already knows. Find out what he's there, what he's there to do and bring him home. He knows right. he's there to do something. Um, Here's something. Here's something. This, sure. is gonna, this, is, this is going to take us, you know, places. Okay. But it's something that I don't think we've talked about at all. Um, and I don't recall any other conversations taking place out there about this mm-hmm. either. So please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, in the classic series, it was so easy for them to always go back to the God time fate, you know, whatever. Uh, in this new series, in our revival series, it would be a rather provocative choice an interesting choice for them to do away with all of that. And, you know, just zero in as it's like, this is just the nature of the program that was created or whatever, you know, when, if there's any meetup with anybody from the previous incarnation, if you will, 
Uh, it would be very interesting to hear the contrasting points of view on that, considering that in the classic series, there are a number of times, you know, as you, you more than I did pointed out in our, in our initial discussions of the episodes where Sam and Al lean heavily into the God aspect where the show mm-hmm. seems to lean heavily into that aspect of it. Um, it would be interesting to have that kind of, you know, and you could do it within the show. You don't have to. You don't have to do it as a callback to the old show, where you know there, there's you've got these four great people here back at the project. Some of them could believe it's just science, and others could believe that there is some sort of spiritual nature to it all. And I just think that that dialogue would be interesting. I do. I don't. I don't know if they would dwell on it too much, but it would be. Yeah. Would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we haven't talked about it on the podcast, like uh, some videos on TikTok that I posted, like some people have asked, like, you know, like if, how are they going to address God in this one? Mm. I think we would like the whole leaning into the God thing. That was very much a motif of the era of the original series. Uh, Highway to Heaven, Touched by an Angel. Sure. There are others that I'm missing. It'll be interesting to see how the, yeah, the spirituality plays into that. It's funny you I, I'm sure that. they may be playing more into like a higher power kind of thing instead of like, you know, the Judeo-Christian God, as we think. Right, right. Um, something that, that I found uh, interesting earlier, kind of funny, is that I was on – Den of Geek did a, a bit on the eight episodes you must watch mm-hmm. before the new series. And it's awesome that Den of Geek is covering Quantum Leap and talking about Quantum Leap and, you know, that's great and it's fantastic, but the list is, the list is awful. It's just, it's not a great list, you know? And, and, and it was just kind of like, <clears throat> when I read it, I was just kind of let down and I was thinking like, there are people out there like ourselves, quite frankly, not that I would expect them to come to us, but like, mm. is it that hard to find Matt? You know what I mean? Like, is it that hard to, to, to find somebody else that's involved in some aspect of, you know, with the fandom already? Uh, because I just felt like the list felt, it, it didn't, I don't know. It just didn't play. It just didn't play for a number of reasons. Anyway, um, I read the comments, which is a terrible, terrible idea. And somebody made a comment about Never how read the comments. I know, right? Uh, Reading about, the comments on the internet is like the the water <laughs> machine from the Princess Bride sucking a year of your life away. Don't <laughs> don't do it. Sorry. Luckily, I just scanned them, but I did see one yeah. comment that was very amusing to me, and it was somebody said uh, something to the effect of because um, the article mentioned like the lore of the show or the new show, sure. and and it was like I don't know what you're talking about. Quantum Leap wasn't serialized. Quantum Leap was a, a show that just like like many other in its day, like touched by an angel and highway to heaven. Those shows didn't have any lore. There was no serialization. And I was like, you must not have watched those shows because like one of the yeah. things that was really interesting about highway to heaven is like Michael Landon's character. Like there was an arc for his character there, sure. you know, there was like stuff that tied through the show and with touched yeah. by an angel, there were like recurring characters and recurring angels and like things. And it's just kind of like all shows have lore. You just have to know where to look for them. Sure. I mean, they're not as heavily baked into like, you know, shows, Today, I mean, right, right, know, but Quantum Leap yeah. certainly, I think, had one even beyond those two. But sure. back to back to the, the the God, you know, the sort of man of faith versus man of science kind of thing. Um, person of faith, person of science. The it, 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 it's just interesting to me because it's not a dialogue that we got in the classic series that I think that there would be space for in the new series. So I do kind of hope that it happens at some point. I don't necessarily, like I said, I, like you're saying, I don't think it needs to be made a big deal of. It, you know, it could certainly just be an aspect of the characters. You know, in the conversation may never happen, but we just happen to know that there are those sort of two opposing viewpoints on what it is that makes the project work. Um, and I think that'd be cool for them to explore. I think it would too. We'll see, but they got so much. We got, uh, we know the first episode is the whole um, second episode has to do with Atlantis, the space mm-hmm. shuttle. Yep. Um, and then, uh, you know, you just talk about, I just realized the, the third episode title is apparently it's somewhere up there. Like Ben. Oh, somebody's so probably the boxing episode then. Somebody, yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah. Well, because it's a takeoff of Somebody Up There Likes Me, which is a Paul Newman boxing movie from like the... Oh, you know, see, I yeah. didn't know that. That's a good, yeah. yeah, that's a good catch. But I'm wondering if they're going to get whatever. And then we know like four or five, we don't know, then episode six is going to be the, the San Francisco. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but I think it's, like, it's like now from seeing this trailer, like, you know, we, we've been talking about like we wondered if we're going to see like Ben, like in the middle of his leaps. And then like right. the San Francisco leap is truly going to be the first leap still. And I don't think, I don't think they're going to do that. 
Uh, no, it, it, I, I really, I really think that we are going to see a very refashioned, uh, at least from like the pilot script that we read, right? A very, a very different San Francisco leap, and I'm very interested to see how that plays out because we we talked for so long about how we didn't think that they could do it. Um, apparently, they're going to do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you know, lots of ADR, and you know, you're going to have to, you're basically going to have to refilm like a good portion of the. Well, not necessarily. You, you, the only thing you'd have to refilm, I suppose, would be the the first time that Addison and Ben meet. Because there's yeah. no way around getting around the exposition of that conversation. Because it's very similar. I actually I don't want to say that because we haven't seen the whole thing. But but it's but it's obviously similar enough to the conversation yeah. that it seems that they have in in the hope. Yeah. Diamond. Well, can we drop some? Are you comfortable with like dropping some spoilers from the pilot script? Some things that we know that we probably don't think that they're going to use. Or, Dude, or I've things been that comfortable we, with doing that for about five weeks now. So <laughs> okay, like all right. about five weeks ago, I was just sort of like, yeah, screw it. Let's just. All right. So we're going to say in. because we know we're probably not going to see this version of the thing. So we're not we're not spoiling anything for anyone here uh so in the original pilot script there was a huge long explanation the first time that ben and addison meet and you know you talked about you're wondering whether or not sam was going to be involved like addison gives a whole speech about not just the history of this version of the project right but the original project pulls the up handling a project photo. yeah yeah pulls up a holographic photo of sam beckett and saying like blah 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 basically and this project is following and Al Calavici, yeah, this project is following in the footsteps of this. Sam Beckett is still lost in time. Ben asks, well, what happens to him? And Addison's like, we don't know. Given everything that we know about them redoing the pilot because they wanted to make it more accessible, I doubt we are going to get a similar conversation Yeah, here in this first episode. Um, the thing in the trailer, we've seen this in a lot of the promos, the line of uh, – you know, just curious if the person I leap into dies, what happens to me? You die too. That was used in, in the pilot, right. And the San Francisco pilot. And I'm sure like, that's not going to be there. We're obviously now we're going to see it in the hope diamond. Right, right, right. Um, you, you know, you said something that, that just made me think of it, uh, is that there was that conversation with, um, you know, the group, the our cast um, uh, recently. And during the interview, they were asked about, like, connections to the, you know, the previous show. Um, and uh, in particular, you pointed out that Raymond Lee and Caitlin Bassett don't really have poker faces. No. Um, <laughs> and, and, and you're right. I mean, you watch it, and it's just sort of like it's clear that, that you know, you know they are fully aware of what's coming and uh and that it's a lot more than you know a subtle nod here or there um so i think that i i think that looking back at that pilot script and 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 some of what was in there including that that bit of exposition that yeah i mean even if there's not anything other than a, a small tidbit at the end of the episode of this of this pilot episode i mean it's clear that it's baked in you know, the, the, to the DNA of this show, and we're going to get it. It's just a matter of of when and how. Of when, of yeah. when it's going to happen. And like we said, um, without giving anything like spoilers to this, like we said from the beginning, from the pilot script, it is very oh, yeah. clear that the people involved they want Sam Beckett to be a part of the story in a way. It, it would at least call for Scott Bakula to make an occasional guest appearance yeah uh, or at least until they resolve his or maybe they resolve his story early on and maybe they continue on with the show i don't know yeah um but so now it'll be it'll be interesting to see at what point does it come along i think this is gonna be one of those shows where at the end of almost every episode we are going to get some some new twist in the future of like oh god like another piece of the puzzle yeah of why ben Leap. Speaking of, we haven't talked about it yet. Before the trailer dropped last week, the silent footage that yes. was released behind the scenes, showing the engagement party and yep. like showing like Ben getting the 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 text, text. message, yeah. and sneaking away from uh, from whatever. Do you think? Do you think? Without getting too spoilery, do you think who we previously knew it to be? Yes, sending that text, sent that yes. text to him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, yes. Because I mean, I, I, I think that that's one of the things too, to remember about so much of the, like the marketing that we're getting right now. And, 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 and this, I mean, it's amazing. It's awesome. And I'm so glad that we're getting so much of it. I'm personally feeling a little overwhelmed. And I think that's because 
you know, we've been talking about this since February, right? So sure. like, and and now there's so many more people talking about it and it's just kind of like, oh, right, okay. They're having conversations that we might've already had. They, you know, they're asking questions. They're, you know, it's, it's like, okay, I, I, where do I fit in? And that sounds like a silly thing to say, but there is that, there is an element of just sort of like, okay, I'm just overwhelmed and I just want to watch the show. But um, anyway, I I think it's just interesting that, that uh, we've got so much, stuff that we used to know and stuff that now we might not know depending on how they change things. So sure. I'm just kind of, yeah, I am curious as to, you know, as to how much it's going to stick. I personally believe like if I'm, if I'm being completely honest, I think that most everything is probably going to stick as it, it was mm-hmm. in some fashion. It's just, again, it's just a question of when and how. It may right? come later. Yeah. Right. Here's a question. I, a couple of questions for you. One, um, if, if they introduce Sam, um, what do you think? I'm I'm thinking like honestly, like episode five or six, quite frankly. And I have and I have reasons and I have reasons why. Okay. What do you but what do you think first before I give my reasons? Um, I feel like how they deal with Sam, they could go one of two ways. Um they could show him early, resolve his story early, whatever that means. Or they could have, you know, assuming that the show runs for at least three or four seasons and gets to end on its own terms, if it doesn't get canceled, like on a cliffhanger or before, you know, it's able to like take off. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if they resolve Ben and Sam's story together. I think that may be one of those things. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be a situation of they find a way to bring Sam home and then Sam joins Project Quantum Leap. Oh, no, definitely not. No, no, no. I, so so here's my here's my thoughts behind it. I think that one of the things that would be very, very interesting and would hopefully help to propel the show, um, you know, to to its own footing uh, would be to involve Sam early enough that, you know, we get kind of a taste of, of, of where he's at, where he's been and and what the connection might be between Ben and Sam. Um, and then, which there might not necessarily even be one, right? It could just be as simple as like, uh, Al handed off the project to magic because he trusted magic and magic, of course, knew that at some point his timeline had been messed up. Right. And over the course of getting to know the project, he's like, Oh gosh, this is how it happened. Right. And, and so magic is, is heading up the project and he just happens to bring Ben in. Like Ben is just the the brilliant guy that he found to help run the project. And it really doesn't have anything sure. to do with their connection. Anyway, going from there, uh, you know, I think you have Sam involved in, in maybe like the last, you know, three episodes or so of, of the season in some capacity, especially those last two. And I say you resolve Sam's storyline in the season finale because, and here, and here's why I say that it, like, in a way, get out of the way. One, you're going to endear yourself to all of the viewers of the classic series that sure. are invested in that story and getting some sort of payoff or resolution for it, right? And 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 then you're also going to free up, you know, the ground now from from there on out that you can tell your own story without necessarily being shackled to answering all these questions. Now, the interesting thing about this is, is I would still set Sam adrift, but have it be his choice. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Have it like yeah. have like uh, us as an audience know that 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 Sam Beckett is deciding to say, I still have things to do, you know, or 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 maybe he does just go run the bar in Cokesburg and you know help sure. to guide others along their <laughs> way, right? Um, but but I think that then you give the opportunity, of course, to still have him come back in the future if you want to do something else with him. But I just think it would be really cool, and I think if the possibilities there, if if everything works out contractually or whatever, like to me that would be a wonderful through line for the first season. Um, and those first four or five episodes could still be all about Ben, right? Like mm-hmm. you have your little tidbits in the last like two minutes of the episode, but everything else is about Ben and Addison and the modern day project. For sure. And we know apparently from the episode description of the second episode, uh, Addison finds her, uh, shares something with Ian and finds herself at odds with magic and Jen, uh, about what's going on. What I love, uh, Jen, uh, uh, Christy Philippus, he, he posted on his Facebook, like his, the, the, the character he anticipates he liking most is Jen because Jen has like this, this skeptical nature, whatever. And there was a shot of the silent footage. Uh, no, it wasn't the silent footage. It was like the, the 45 
promo photos that came out. We posted some mm. of them on our on our Facebook. There's a shot in there, and I don't know if this was between takes, if this was acting, or if this was uh, just the actors, you know, just relaxing between takes. But uh, Nanrisa Lee was giving Ben was giving Raymond Lee this look. Yeah, that was just like I'm on to you, fucker. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know you're up to something. Uh, it, you know. It, okay. So, so a couple of fascinating things about that. It's 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 great that they're kind of you know using a little bit of division uh, at the project, sure. right? Like you know, people mm-hmm. have different motives and stuff. And and I and I kind of love the way that the lines are drawn, right? You've got Jen, the security head of security, and Magic, the sort of you know ex-military project head, and then you've got. Addison, who is the observer in Ian, who is like the, you know, computer genius. I, I don't know. There's just something about those dynamics that I, that I dig. Um, it, it's interesting that out of all of the, the, the four Project Quantum Leap folks, I do feel like Jen is the one we've seen the least of so far. I know. Yeah. Which, to be fair, again, I don't think this is spoiling anything. She had the, like, least amount of lines least to do in the pilot episode, too. Sure. Um, it was clear that she was important. It was clear by the, I mean, at the end of the episode, she is responsible for one of the biggest reveals of the, you know, the, the, the pilot. Sure. Um, but she, but before that doesn't say a lot and doesn't necessarily do a whole lot. Um, so it'll be interesting just to see more of her character. Yeah. How that unfolds. Mm-hmm. And something, you know, this is one of those things we've been talking about for months and been talking around it. And then we finally decided to talk about it. People are talking about it since the main trailer came out is Ben and Addison's relationship. Yeah. Um, and, you, and, you know, you've said before, uh, you've explained it, this was a part of the the pilot script before, which we can almost guarantee now it's not going to be retained at all. Right. Uh, this was originally just, you weren't supposed to know this until the end of the first episode. Yeah. It was supposed to be a reveal. And I hate that we're not going to get to see Caitlin Bassett do that scene. Yeah. Because uh, it's just this heartbreaking scene of... of uh, of her coming home to her apartment after Ben has left, after he saved the day, yeah, and her walking into their apartment or her their apartment, all the photos of the wall of them together. I think even like a photo from an engagement party. I think it may have said right, right. And she breaks down crying and like she's been holding strong this entire episode, and then you find out that they're engaged. And I, I hate ar- that that they got taken away from us. I would argue that we could still see it. Because we can, but it's going to play differently, you know. Oh, yes, you know, because yes. we're because we're not going to, you know, because it's not going to be a reveal, right? Yeah, you know no, I, mean? I, I that's 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 why I was against it, you know, from from the get go because I did really like the reveal, and I I felt like um, I don't know, maybe, maybe it could be a number of things. Maybe they thought people would see it coming, and that it was too melodramatic. Maybe they felt like the romance aspect would uh, attract a certain demo, and so they decided to get it right out front, you know, play sure. off that sort of, like, unrequited, you know, whatever. Sure. Just long-distance love affair. Anyway. Someone Twitter, like, you know, to to put it in terms of the old series, it's like, what if Donna had been Sam's observer? Right. If Donna had been Sam's observer, and they still were able to hold out three whole seasons without telling us? Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, that would have been a commitment to the bit. Uh, no, I... <sighs> I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm just excited for it. I think that I, I think that it's uh, it's the type of thing that uh, again will will serve the show very very well. Um, and as awesome as everyone is, like I, I hate to just single out one person, but again, I think just owing to the fact that this is really her first like gig in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Caitlin Bassett is in command. Like she is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, just. Yeah, I, I, I'm so looking forward to to seeing the acting in this show, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we said before, like in the interview that Martin Garrow said, like the cast itself is testing yeah. off the charts. And I could say like, every, oh, oh every, everything, how it all comes together. I mean, how charming uh, is Raymond Lee? How charming Raymond, is Raymond Lee? Uh, just, just lovely. Uh, Ian... It's so fantastic. Mason is so yeah. fantastic. Um, Ernie. I have a, I have a, <laughs> an Ernie. I have a feeling Ian is going to be like a weird mix of Gushy and Al. Like, like, like the okay. faction, 
like yeah, Al's yeah, fashion. Yeah. I think the the character description for Ian had them being more reserved, but even but even in the pilot script, like they weren't like like goofy in a way that Gushy was, but they they obviously like they had more humanity to them, more they were more open and vulnerable a little yeah. bit than than what the character description originally did. Yes. Um yeah. Yeah, Mason, I think Mason brings something to the role that was certainly not there on the page in the pilot. Not that yeah. what was on the page was by any means bad. I'm not knocking it or anything, but I just think that a lot of what they had to say was, you know, at sometimes kind of the equivalent of like techno babble in Star Trek, right? For they sure. didn't necessarily have but clearly yeah. seeing what Mason is 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 doing with it just in the, in the trailer. Um, and getting to know them a little bit through like their Instagram and, and their other work. Uh, yeah, I think that I, I think that it's it, it, in some ways it might be the best bit of casting of the whole show. You know, when, <laughs> when they have the scene for the first time showing the crew going out for drinks after Ben has leaked and mm-hmm. they're just going out to cut back. Ian is absolutely the first one that signs up to sing karaoke. I was thinking the same exact thing. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, I mean, I could gush over the cast all day long. Uh, (laughs) One thing that, again, that I've been enjoying uh, immensely is seeing some of the, um, you know, speculation that's out there. And, and, And some people have got some great speculation going. I will say that. But one of the things that I saw recently, and again, I just couldn't help but kind of laugh, uh, is the thought that Addison is Sammy Joe's daughter, uh, or that Addison is the daughter of uh, Sam and Donna from when Sam leapt back. Uh, and I don't think that either one of those is even remotely possible or the case. Yeah. Here's I, I see a lot of people talk about this. I see why you want to make the connections. And we, we've talked about it before. And we, we put things out. We are of the mind that we really think Janice is going to turn out to be um, Al's daughter, Al and Beth's daughter. Yeah, uh, Georgina Riley, who's playing it. I'm trying because, like, we know it was put out there. Janice is a recurring character. We know Georgina Riley has been cast as a recurring character. Those two haven't been put together yet, but Georgina Riley is going to be Janice. She's going to be Alan Beth's daughter. And for me, that completely satisfies the bloodline of yeah. going from one thing to another. If we if we start doing it like everybody is the descendant of somebody else, then we get into a little days of our lives. Right, uh, right. Or, or general hospital or, or, or other cliches may, may apply, but... Uh, and I still think, look, and I still think that there's space and I don't think it will happen in the first season in spite of my desire to potentially see them wrap up Sam's story in some way by the end of the first season. But I don't think that anything is ruled out. I don't think that an appearance by Donna at some point is ruled out. I don't think an appearance by Sammy Joe is ruled out. I don't think some sort of, you know, evil leaper something or other is ruled out. I don't think anything is ruled out. Um I, you know, I think that we could absolutely see at some point tie-ins to original leaps or whatever. But I think for the bulk of this first season, they've got two missions in my mind. Mission number one is to get the show and the new cast over on their own feet, right? Like mm-hmm. that that show can stand without any ties to the past. And I think that that might be one of the reasons too why NBC was like, "Give us a new pilot. We really like this. This is great, but we don't think you need all that other stuff. We think you can just go out there like gangbusters and stand on your own." Or it could yeah. be the this is too confusing, make it dumber. Um but uh but either way, uh I I think that that has absolutely got to be one of the missions, right? And then the other mission in my mind because you have already decided to have this fidelity to the classic series is to tie that up like again just kind of get it out of the way and i think that you don't need to have all that other stuff in order to do that i think all you need is sam and some tie to al and if janice is al and beth's daughter and sam comes back again like you said the circle is complete i don't need any more for sure so speaking of 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 sam's circle and and storyline and everything another thing that's come out i haven't actually read the article i've just seen like the the summary of it on reddit uh, because you got to blow the article up really big on your desktop to be able to see it. But uh, in, uh, I think, SFX magazine, mm-hmm. it was revealed <laughs> that the producers are Excuse planning me. to leap Ben outside of his lab, 
outside of his lifetime, but it'll probably come somewhere in the second season. Okay. Interesting. Does Sam help him with that? I mean, that's what I would think. Because yeah. remember what I what I speculated on initially when we like I, I was just throwing all sorts of stuff out there. Like mm-hmm. you know, you're gonna have a team of leapers. It won't just be one leaper, or you know, or that the interesting thing about our leapers, they'll be able to leap not only in their own lifetime but Sam's lifetime as well because it's you know it's the original project. Mm-hmm. So I could totally see that, and I'm you know I'm totally for it. You know, I I, sure. I think it's a great idea. And yeah, I think that the nice thing is, is that season one, again, you, you've got your mission and season two gives you the opportunity to start to really play around with the other stuff. Right. Yeah. You know, that's when you can kind of start to, to, to really branch out, really expand. Yeah. And I think and, it's different too, from the way that the classic series operated. Cause the classic series, it was almost like the second season again, being, you know, two and a half times longer, but, but that second season, uh, was really how, where they found themselves. Right. Sure. And it wasn't, they weren't able to really start pushing any boundaries until, you know, like third or fourth season or whatever. And it's definitely arguable whether or not that worked, but, um, sure. yeah, I mean, so, so I just think that again, if, if you get the opportunity to do another season, there's time for, for that other stuff, if it's even necessary. Yeah. I think like, I don't, I can't going back to people complaining. I can't wrap my head around people talking about how bad the special effects look in the trailer. And I'm like, did you like, I love the old, I love the old show. I love the old show that the, Ooh, some of the special effects. Man, we're got people complaining about the special effects of She-Hulk and Black Panther. And you know what I mean? You know, so, and I'm just like, and I say all that to say, like, even just from what we've seen from the trailer, like they are going to be able to do like bigger action pieces, like For bigger sure. stories. Um, I'm interested to see, like they're not going to be restrained. Like, you know, there were so many like very contained stories in the original series. And I don't think they're going to have to do that. I think they will be able to do that, you know, later on, do like smaller, more self-contained stories that are more focused on the drama. I feel like the show is going to do a lot of heavy action pieces starting off. Sure. And then maybe as they gain viewers trust, they will do kind of like smaller, more dramatic. I think they, I, yeah. I, I, and I understand that. And I mean, just look at the first two episodes, right? And you've got a hope diamond jewel heist and a space shuttle launch. You know what I mean? He's, it looks like he's in outer space at one point. Like it's pretty big, you know, it's something yeah. they wanted to do on the original show and never did. You never got to do. Um, yeah. So, and, and, you know, and I keep thinking too about like just where, you know, how far special effects have come, how far television special effects have come. And also thinking about, um, you know, the, the way that, uh, shows over the past 20 years have been able to create like these, um, you know, kind of big, uh, uh, globe trotting adventures, uh, mm-hmm. but doing it on a back lot and doing it well, you know, thinking about like a show like Alias, for instance, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, I, I was bought into the fact that they were in Istanbul this week and, you know, Hong Kong mm-hmm. the next week or whatever. Like, so I, I think, and that's 20 years ago. So the stuff that they're going to be able to accomplish uh, this time around, I think it's going to be fantastic. And for expectations to be, you know, any higher than, than what they're able to do, I think is just a little bit unfair and, and, sure. you know, they're not going to have, they're not going to have a, a game of Thrones budget. And even on the game of Thrones budget, there's plenty of stuff to kind of like, you know, knock as far as the special effects go from time to time. Um, so I, I think that, yeah, anything, anything too catty about that, it just feels like wasted breath, you know, suspend your disbelief and, and go, go for the ride or, or don't, you know, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I have anything more productive to say. Well, um, I, yeah, I think we've, we've covered most everything, honestly, uh, that we wanted to talk about anyway. Yeah, we did. We did forget to thank our patrons this week. Did we? Because if you're about to do it right now, then we didn't forget. (laughs) I know, but I, I always, I always like to do it at the beginning. I know. I I always like to do it at the beginning. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Let, let, let's thank some patrons. We have we have Go a new patron this week. Awesome. Uh, we have uh, Dana Bias, oddly specific with audio. Christopher Redmond, Rich Bork, Karen Saxon, Amy Holtkamp, Larry Trujillo, Troy Evers, Barry Donovan, and welcome Damon Shuganelli. Woo! Uh, thank and, you, Damon. Uh, thank oh, you and also thank you to uh, those are our Patreon donors. Uh, thank you to our other 
uh, our other donors, uh, Jill Wilson, Jason Geis, and those who wish to remain anonymous. <laughs> Thank you all very, very much. It's yeah. um, pretty incredible. I, you know, this is something that we didn't necessarily plan on doing. We thought about doing it. And then over the past year, it was just kind of like, well, if we're going to keep going, we probably are going to have to because, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, it's greatly appreciated. And I will always say, of course, you know, first, give back to your community, find a charity you love and stick with it. And then if, after all of that, you still want to grace us with, uh, with your funds we really truly appreciate it It means a heck of a lot um and and it it feels good it feels good to know that we we did this thing in fact actually there's one other thing i do want to mention our five-year anniversary yeah our five-year anniversary our official five-year anniversary is september 18th the day before the new show premieres so uh, it's it, the timing is serendipitous. Uh, we've literally been doing this for five years now. Uh, it's, wow. it's, it's other than, other than my marriage is probably one of the things I've stuck with the longest. Um, <laughs> so, so I really, um, I really, from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate anyone who's not only contributed, but listened, uh, participated, uh, and continues to participate. Uh, it's, it's been a blast and it's going to be a blast. And, you know, I don't get the opportunity to engage quite as much as I would like to, uh, you know, lately i just sit here and talk so um it means a lot thank you all so very much and uh, i can't wait to start this new journey you know and start start leaping uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun it is and now that made me think of other things we are so disorganized this week listeners thank you for your patience (laughs) we have a couple listener uh mails some comments Mm. to pull up here uh kelly garland uh who's uh recent um, she had a question that we've already kind of addressed, but we'll go back and, and look back to it. Uh, hey guys, I'm new to the podcast, but a long time, huge fan of Quantum Leap and Scott Bakula. I love your Sweet. insights on the original show and thoughts on the new one. Thank you, Kelly, uh, which I'm super excited for. I continue to hope and pray that Scott will be a part of the new show eventually, but I'm bothered by interviews that say the invitation has been extended or the ball is in his court. And I think Martin <laughs> Gero has said both of those things. Yeah. Uh, I have two thoughts on this and I wonder your opinions. One his involvement has already been confirmed, but they want to keep it a surprise. Uh, or two, Scott hasn't been happy with negotiations or the plan of the show and wants nothing to do with it. Uh, I know Scott is not active on social media at all, uh, but I find his radio silence on the subject somewhat puzzling. Uh, he's known to be a very supportive person, and QL is a huge part of his history. Uh, anyway, just my late night musings that I share. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Kelly, so much. Thank you. Um, and uh, again, I, I think it is very much one. Yeah. I think very, uh, like I said, I think his his involvement is inevitable. It's just a matter of when. And the when, I don't think it comes down to anything from a logistical like contract negotiations or or anything. I really think it's a matter of creatively when they think it fits in best with the story. Um and also I get from a from a marketing standpoint of like when when they think it's safe to drop in like a really heavy piece of the old show's lore. Yeah. Yeah, it's making me think six if if they do six consecutive weeks and we start on September nineteenth, does that mean we're in November sweeps by the time the sixth episode airs? Yeah, I, 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 I think I, I don't have anything to really add to that because I think you're absolutely right, Dennis. I think that that's absolutely the, um, and and, and I, one thing that I, I guess I will add one thing, uh, is that as far as like any of his comments or anything, I think that in a way, his lack of comment speaks louder than if it was the opposite, you know, um. I think, uh, and knowing that for better or worse, he's, he's freed up, uh, now, um, it just makes too much sense for it not to, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm, I'm going to find Jill's comment here. Thank you so much for everyone who's been sharing in the group, all your reaction videos. Uh, oh, yeah. your reaction videos or other people's reaction videos, uh, our group has been very active as of late, and uh, it's super cool. Uh, yeah, and, and never, yeah, never feel at all. I mean, if 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 you've got something, post it. We're we're super excited that um, so many people are talking about it. Yeah, um, forgive me while I try to find Jill's comment here. Uh, and this is a feedback to us talking about. 
Um, trilogy. Um, ah. Yeah. So uh, I've been wanting to share what is in my head canon in regards to trilogy. Part two, you were talking about how some of the fans feel that Sam sleeping with certain women in some of the episodes was wrong because the women thought they were with someone else, not Sam. Some may feel this way with Sam's relationship with Abigail Fuller. I look at this in a different way. This is how it plays out in my head. One, Sam leaps into Will during an intimate moment with Abigail, not his fault. He had no control of when or where he leaked. Two, during the entire episode, Sam struggles to control his feelings and actions toward Abigail to the extent that it seems that an outside force is influencing Sam. Now that we uh, now look at the scene where Sam and Al are with Laura Fuller. Al tells Sam to set up a guard at Abigail's front door. Sam says he can't do that because basically he has uncontrollable ur- urges for Abigail. Then he asks Al, then he asks Al why, then he asks Al, say that 10 times fast, uh, why do you think I am really here? Um, you know, beyond just Abigail being killed. And Sam says, but what if there's more? What if it's not that? I'm in trouble, Al. I don't know what to do. I want it so bad it's killing me. I can't think about anything else. The only other times I recall Sam losing control uh, is during Shock Theater and Lee Harvey Oswald. Um, this is when Sam is completely out of control. I believe that Sam did have another reason to be there and that someone or something was leaping him around uh, and saw to it that Sam had a child. Uh, so no no blame on, on, on Sam. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, she she emphasized that she loved Sammy Joe. Um, and finally, uh, in part three, Sammy Joe's eyewitness account of Lita Ader killing herself cleared her mother and broke the curse. Sammy Joe was an integral part of making right what once went wrong. Now, see that I buy way more than the than the idea that you know God time fate or whoever wanted Sam to have a kid, um, because he's totally an absentee father. <laughs> like you know, like we we talked we talked about this before, um, and uh, I, I mean, obviously he's got reasons, but uh, I you know that had, I guess it never really dawned on me uh, quite like that before. But in a way, yeah, I mean, Sam has to sleep with her because Sammy Joe has to be born because without Sammy Joe. You know, he can't, they can't really complete the circle, if you will. Um, Yeah, look, I think that there is an argument, especially because we're talking about a piece of fiction and we can kind of divorce ourselves, you know, from the reality of the situation a bit more. It's fiction. Um, If we wanted to be hypercritical about it, we certainly could. Uh, There's plenty of people out there that like to do that. But I think you can look at it from a couple of points of view. And I think that there is a way to say that other than Catch a Falling Star, which I do think that because of the way he goes about it, it's a little inexcusable. You know, given the circumstances that he's in, what is he going to do, right? Um, um, so, uh, yeah, it still feels a little weird to me. Um, but I agree. I agree with what Jill's saying that there is some sort of outside force exerting its influence on the situation. Um, uh, you know, I think that that's kind of something that ties those three episodes together thematically anyways, that there is this, you know, kind of like this primal force of, of, of whatever behind mm-hmm. everything that it's not as simple as just like people behaving badly or, or not or whatever. Sure. Um, you know, that there's, that there's something else afoot. Sure. And my thought is, and this is when I first heard her comments, I thought where she was going. Um, I, I feel like the writing is a little bit sloppy. And we talked about this during our, our original talk about the episode is that they kind of present it. It's like, uh, Sam is so drawn to Abigail because he's psycho synergizing with Will. Right. And, and, and that's the draw that's pulling him. But yeah. then after they're together, then after they're attacked and he wakes up uh, after having been knocked out and he's talking to Al about the, his, his encounter with Abigail, he says that as soon as he touched her, Will was gone and it was all him. Yeah. And it kind of takes that. It kind of undercuts everything that came before. It's like, Oh, if you're so drawn to him because you were psycho synergizing with Will, when you finally, you know, when you're finally with her, like if Will was gone, then, right. then what compelled you to do it? And I think that that line was just there to drive home that this was truly Sam's kid and not oh, sure. Will's kid. Yeah. You know, I think that one of the things that would help a lot of episodes where this was the case, I mean, you look at Temptation Eyes and it's like, it's... It, there would have been nothing wrong, I think, with trilogy other than they they had kind of already done it uh, if they had Abigail see Sam for Sam, you know. Sure. Um, I think that that would have actually been kind of interesting aspect to the episode, and again, add to kind of that spooky, 
you know, something else is, is going on here, uh, vibe, but, uh, but it is what it is, you know, we got what we got and, and, sure. and, 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 and the thing is, is that for those that are wondering about Sammy Joe in the new series, this actually could provide a reason for why they don't want to deal with it, you know, because then they have to ask that question. And I think answering that question in 2022, it's, it's not going to look great, you know, and mm-hmm. they can't, and they can't just, I don't think that's something they can just easily sidestep either. I don't mm-hmm. think that they necessarily have to crucify him. I don't think that they have to, I should probably shouldn't have said that. I don't, think, <laughs> you know, I don't think that, uh, uh, um, that they have to, you know, excoriate him for, for this, but I do think that there could be a mature discussion about, you know, the, the, that aspect of it. Um, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what yeah. they're going to do. I, I don't point out before we wrap up this part and start to wrap up the episode. We were talking about this in one of our message threads with uh, with others a few weeks ago. And a recent interview that I read with Scott Bakula, he got mixed up and he thought Sammy Joe was the product of him sleeping with Donna the night he leaped home. <laughs> and I love how almost 30 <sighs> years later, we're all sitting around. We're geeking out about this stuff. And the guy who was actually there filming the thing. Right, right. You know, not. It, you know, here's here's something that I will say. Do you think Trilogy would be treated with the reverence that it's treated with had that not been the end game? Because I don't. I don't think the episodes mm. would be looked upon as fondly without that element. I'm not saying that there's not good stuff about them. And I, I you know, and I, I do, I do enjoy them as a piece of quantum leap, but I do think it's a high point of season five without a doubt. But I, I, do you think that there are far better episodes of the series? And I think that without that, you know, they're good episodes. The fact that they did like a story in three parts. Right. You like that. Yeah. You know, cool. Uh, But looking back on it, I feel like there was a lot of like Southern Gothic or like kind of like Southern angsty stories like that. um, That were a more part of like the late eighties, early nineties television landscape. And it fits, uh, but it's one of those things like it hasn't aged badly. It's just no. uh, it, it it doesn't stick out to me. Yeah, much all this time later. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's good, right? It's, it's good. good. I'm not saying it's yeah. not good, but yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm not saying oh, it's not good, but yeah, that'll be the title of this yeah. episode. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it won't. Which, by the uh, way, we're gonna be uh, yeah. I We're would rather this on Monday. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, no, I just want to go back real quick to, to saying that. Um, I mean, I'm thrilled. Sure. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. I'm over the moon. I, I'm, I'm so excited uh, in the midst of so much stuff going on right now. Um, knowing that a week from now, like one week from now, it will be nine minutes after I have watched the new quantum leap. Goosebumps again, like literally like goosebumps. Yeah. It's going to be, ooh, we're for, uh, so yeah, uh, housekeeping, then we'll get out of here. Um, so the, the watch party, we're going to be doing it on zoom, uh, for patrons and uh, for patrons and donors, we will be sending out links and information this week. Uh, we'll try to get together if at all possible, like at eight 30, maybe a half hour before, um, have some pre whatever talk. Then we'll watch the episode. Uh, everyone will be silent. During the episode, we'll mute everyone. Uh, you will be silent to make an oral reference. Um, <laughs> and then we'll immediately go into recording our episode. And I think if you want to stay on afterwards and just listen to us record live, sure. uh, we'll do that. Uh, if you're not able to join us, we will drop uh, drop our episode for our patrons on Tuesday and then for everybody else yeah. on Thursday. I mean, I, and again, honestly, if, my, my plan is to drop it pretty much immediately. So Yeah. You know, uh, and again, if you want to uh, join us, patrons, patreon.com slash fates wide wheel. We have no tiers at this present moment, even like doing a dollar a month. You're you're in for our live watch parties, which we hope to do more weeks than not. Or if you just want to do a one time donation, see the thing in the show notes. Uh, you can just send a one time donation to uh, to my PayPal. And every every little bit helps keeps the lights on. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to be, I'm going to be working on doing some, like some more like website stuff, logo stuff. I'm just like cleaning up because companies coming over. Right. <laughs> you right. know? Uh, oh, uh, but yeah. So anyway, uh, I don't like, we'll get the kids to bed. Like Betsy was asking me the other night. She's like, I get to watch too. 
<laughs> and and I looked at her and I said, "Are you a patron?" No, I didn't say that. I did not. I did not. I did not, awesome. I did not say that. Uh, I did not say that. Uh, of course, so, you yeah, you're I mean, still married. Um. And then, yeah, we're going to be sitting down here on the computer on my monitors. Here, we'll have it blown up really big on one monitor, and I'm going to cry. Addison, gonna... Magic, and Ian, Jen, just all leap into our lives. It's going to be awesome. Do you think we'll see Janice in the in this episode, or do you think that's going they're going to save it for later? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Do you we'll, think? Do you think we'll see Ziggy in this episode? I think or hear Ziggy anyway. Um, that's interesting. I don't. Uh, I'm just going to make a guess. I think we definitely. Uh, I don't know if we're going to hear Ziggy. I think we're going to see Ziggy. Okay. I don't know if we're going to hear Ziggy. Yeah. There's been some speculation in one of our groups whether or not if Deborah Pratt is doing the voice and someone who, uh, uh, Brian Green, the the owner of Al's Place, uh, he has, you know, he's been in the, the, the quantum leap biz for years. So him and Deborah, they, they chat. And he's guessing that maybe she is going to be the voice of Ziggy because she hasn't said she's not. Yeah. Uh, so that that would be... That would be cool. And I just say, I don't know if we're going to hear the voice of Ziggy in the first one, because like we have so much to do in this first episode. Yeah. So much to do in the first episode. And I think once Ziggy starts talking again, like that needs to be, that needs to be a big set piece. Right. And I don't, and I don't know if we have room for it in this. Uh, yeah. I don't know either. I, yeah. One of the things that I will say is that, you know, it's made clear in the trailer and, and we already knew this, this is something we talked about, you know, again, way back in like February, but you know, Ian has that line about it was, you know, the project's not ready yet. Yeah. And, and, and we know from the pilot script that, that one of the things that wasn't ready was Ziggy. Yeah. Um, and so I am wondering, yeah, do they, do they kind of make this a little bit of an ongoing thing? Do they, do they stretch it out for a few episodes before Ziggy comes back online fully? You know, I think mm-hmm. that, yeah, obviously Ziggy's going to be a help, but um, yeah, I don't know. It was just something I was thinking, thinking of that felt like I'd hit you real quick before we got out of here. Yeah. But that's my guess. Yeah. You know what I've been doing lately? Mm. Rewatching sports night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we're not a sports night podcast yet. We're not um, yet. So. Yeah. But we but we are we are the sports night of Quantum Leap Podcast. <laughs> yes, we that is absolutely <laughs> perfect. Can we we should absolutely use that line? I want that somewhere. I want yes. that somewhere. The sports night of Quantum Leap Podcasts. <laughs> well, I will like gladly it. wear that badge. <laughs> we might be number three, damn it, but we're good. But, but we're good. <laughs> yeah. I hope. Uh, uh. All right. Who's Dan and who's Casey? No. Um, anyway. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. We should, we should, we should, we should leap out of here. Thank you. Yeah. If you've stuck, if you've stuck around with us, whatever. Uh, one last thing before we say, this was something that Carol Davis reached out to us and we said, yeah, we're on board. And just like, it just fell through the cracks and we never, uh, whatever. Uh, we never jumped on board, but she has been using the hash line, uh, the hashtag, uh, take the leap. Yeah. And trying to get people to use that in preparation and preparation for next week. Uh, so we'll start using it more this week. Carol, if you're listening, so sorry. We just totally dropped the ball. Man, culpa. Just, uh, just dad, dad stuff. Um, Among uh, other dad, things. Dad stuff, dad stuff, work stuff, condo stuff, uh, running a business, having to pay people stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll start using that this week. Hashtag oh, take the leap. Hashtag take the leap. Oh, we're so excited. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We're going to drop yes. this episode first thing tomorrow on tuesday and i gotta go i gotta go do some stuff and i'm gonna i'm gonna i recorded it on hulu tonight i'm gonna run through the commercials really quick before i go to bed and see if anything like new like popped up on the emmys nice yeah have to let me know all right well uh thank you all so very much for uh tuning in uh once again giving us your ears and your time we really appreciate it and uh, of course appreciate everyone who's uh taking a little bit out of their pocket and giving it to us to keep the lights on here uh so uh take care of yourselves take care of one another leap responsibly and we are less than a week away Have a good week, everyone. Sleep well.
Can't see you, man.